Hey everybody, Jim Sammons here. Welcome to the Kayak Fishing Show live, as always, brought to you by Ballast Point Brewing Company. Today, I had one of these for the first time last night. Uh, we are having the Mocha Marlin Porter. It's a porter with coffee and chocolate flavors. Like I said, I had this last night for the first time. Absolutely delicious. Uh, cheers to you all. Happy Friday. Um, yeah, it, like I said, I mentioned this in a post last night. It was like this, I think it's my new, uh, like after dinner beer. Who needs dessert when you can have that? Absolutely delicious. So, um, haven't done a show in a couple of weeks. Just been super busy. Uh, been fishing a little bit, uh, out on the boat, got on some tuna, um, I checked the reports just now. It looks like offshore the tuna has really backed off. Um, they're still out there, but getting them to actually bite is a whole nother story. Um, a lot of guys have switched over to doing some rock fishing. Um, also, uh, it's, of course, it's lobster season started. So a lot of hoop netting going on. Uh, a lot of people doing really well at that. Uh, if you are going out on the kayak hoop netting, just be really aware, uh, particularly as the early part of the season, because, you know, you got guys driving around in the dark and kayaks are hard to see. So uh, take all the precautions. Be really careful out there. We certainly don't want anybody getting hurt out on the water. Um, Chris, our first uh, commenter. How you doing, Chris? Good to see you. Thanks for joining us. Um as always, you know, it helps if we have uh, questions and comments and all that. So uh, please, you know, as we go through this whole thing, bring on the questions. It always helps. And um, join the Kayak Fishing Show group so you'll always be notified of when we're going live. Uh, also, one more thing, and I, you know, mentioned at the beginning of every show, we still have this deal with the cyber fishing rod sensors. So if you haven't jumped on that deal yet, if you use the code CYBERGEM, you will get a 15% discount on one of these very, very cool items. I'm curious if anybody has actually jumped on that deal yet, but it is uh, very, very cool. So um, our guest today is someone I met while on a, uh, a trip to Puerto Rico. Uh, I've been to Puerto Rico a few times, and quite honestly, before we had gone to Puerto Rico, I never really thought about going to Puerto Rico as a fishing destination. Uh, I quickly learned that it is amazing. Uh, fantastic tarpon fishing, fishing, as well as offshore fishing. So while I was on a trip there, I met uh, Israel, and I'm going to ask him to pronounce his last name for me <laughs> once we bring him on there, because I think it's Umpieri uh, or Umpierre. Uh, but anyway, so uh, he is very involved in fishing, one of the original kayak anglers in Puerto Rico, and a, a lawyer and a conservationist, and he's involved in all kinds of stuff. Uh, we're going to talk to him about the fishing there, about what he's doing environmentally. Uh, we're going to talk about you know how um, Puerto Rico has been doing since Hurricane Maria, because they got devastated by that hurricane a few years ago, and we want to see how they're doing and, and uh, you know what's going to help them come back to full speed. So with no further ado, and I, I will apologize in advance, uh, Israel and I have tested a couple of times. His internet connection has been a little bit sketchy. So uh, we might have to repeat ourselves or whatever a few times if we have any problems. But without any further ado, Israel, how are you, man? Welcome to the show. Hello, Jim. How are you? I'm Thanks very, for very having good. Me. <laughs> so what's uh, what's what's going on in uh in puerto rico right now i mean uh i we were talking a little bit yesterday uh, this is kind of the time of year that i've been to puerto rico in the past it, it's kind of coming up on like the really good season isn't it yes uh, fishing has been strong here so any of you guys that are thinking about Coming to Puerto Rico, don't think it twice. Just come here. Fishing is amazing right now. We just have uh, our tournament last weekend, and fishing was uh, 
was super good. So, what, so what come here, help was us. That, you could help us by visiting the island. Was that an inshore tournament or uh, what? I mean, is it what, what was the target species? It both. Every species counts. So it's it's more like bucktail. It was bucktail fishing, but you could go offshore, inshore. So we have a, an amazing time with the guys. A lot of kayaks and fishing, fishing in, in boats and kayak boats. So it was amazing tournament. What's your what's your uh, what's your favorite thing to fish for over there? Well, uh, every time I go in a kayak, uh, I don't care what's. I, I just enjoy the time. Uh, anything that bites is welcome. But mostly offshore species. I, I just love to go offshore fishing with my kayak. I've been kayaking. I, I don't like to brag about it, but I've been kayaking more than seven years in, in kayak fishing. Uh, back when people see you in a kayak and you you feel like you are out of the of this planet because you were fishing in a kayak and nobody thought about it that's when i started fishing for me it was a, like a punishment when my dad sold the boat and gave me a kayak i thought oh, wow i'm being punished here but then i love fishing i started fishing in the kayak and right about time uh, like seven years from now i'm still fishing in the kayak that's that's awesome. Have you caught a lot of uh, tarpon off the kayak? Yeah, tarpon. Yeah, I'm tired of getting tarpons. So <laughs> any of you guys that want to get tarpons, just come to Puerto Rico and we'll put you in. in a, <laughs> you have been there. It, it's amazing. It's a tarpon infested waters uh, in San Jose Lagoon. And every, every everybody of water on the island has tarpon. So any of you that has tarpon on the bucket list, come here. Yeah, I was amazed uh, on our last trip. Uh, we went, we weren't in the lagoon. We went to the other side and fishing along underneath some um, some docks and all that. And there were so many tarpon. Um, absolutely. I, I wish I had that problem of having tarpon infested waters. I wish I had the problem that I could have so many tarpon that I got tired of them. Because uh, to me, if, if we had tarpon here where I live, I would fish for them all the time because they are that much fun. Yeah, there are a challenge. Don't get me wrong. And we have tarpons from two pounders to, to 130, 140 pounder. Tarpons are protected species in Puerto Rico. So we have them all around the island and we love to catch them, but you like to have more challenge. So once you get a few tarpons, you, you want to go up in the scale and go farther and get more, <laughs> more other, other type of fish. Yeah. But I mean, again, yeah, I mean, it, for, for a kayak angler, as I recall, um, I mean, it wasn't a very far paddle, uh, offshore to be in, in blue water where you have potential of, of, bigger game fish marlin and such right yes that's that's a good thing about coming to puerto rico you had you could fish uh, at 10 or 10 a.m for tarpons or 6 a.m and then uh one hour from the tarpon infested water we have here you could go and fish offshore so we are we have we have the drop pretty close you could go in, in a boat, you could do it in a half an hour. In a kayak, you have to paddle a, a bit, but you could go offshore in, in, in minutes. You, you, don't, you don't have to go far away to, to be fishing for blue marlin or dolphin fish, wahoo, kingfish, whatever. I, I just can't get over the tarpon infested water. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. That's a, a great one. Uh, we got uh, Nicholas says, how's it going? How you doing, man? Thanks for joining the show. Uh, Dave Fowler from Ottawa, Canada. Thanks for, as always, for joining us. Um, Jose Eduardo Rodriguez. Jim, we sent you an invitation with all expenses paid for El Norte versus El Sur kayak fishing tournament. And we have not heard from you. I don't recall ever seeing this invitation. Um I, I, maybe it got lost. Maybe I overlooked it. Um, 
maybe it was sent all in Spanish and I didn't understand it. <laughs> uh, so please send it again because I, I, I don't, honestly, I don't know anything about it. Um, and, and, you know, maybe uh, another time we can work something out. Uh, Gene, how are you doing? Hola. <laughs> um, what is Patrick? Patrick, maybe you should interview me in our fishing up here in the Pacific Northwest. You will be amazed. Patrick, well, get a hold of me, man. We were always looking for people to interview for the show. So uh, love to have you on. Um, and Jose says, come down to the Southwest Coast where the waters in Tarpon are even better. Um, that's it. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of different areas to fish there. I mean, it, it's, I was amazed. Like I said, we had the first two times I went, you know, we fished with Omar Araka, uh, fished mainly the estuaries. Um, and then the next time, the last time we went, we went, I, we had a several hour drive and fished more open water along there and, um, absolutely amazing fishery, but there's a lot of different fishery. What's the, um, What's the freshwater fishing like in Puerto Rico? It's pretty good. I was uh, a month ago fishing in one of the bodies of water in the north coast. Uh, it's a small, small lagoons, and I ended up with more than between two persons, more than sixty peacock bass. It was amazing. Not big, but a lot of them yeah are, were, are they native i mean how did peacock bass get there no they were introduced they they were yeah. introduced by the department of natural resources here just as a game fish species so we have the bass we have the peacock bass we have i think we have like every species native to to central america south america we have like a big aquarium here uh, of introduced species. Uh, we don't like them because they compete with the bass and the peacock bass. But unfortunately, people are throwing them to the bodies of fresh, bo freshwater bodies of waters, and they have they they are everywhere right now. Yeah, but fishing is very good. <laughs> well, it's it. I mean, but there is. You know, I don't know if a lot of people think about Puerto Rico as a place to go fishing, but I mean, it, it it's so easy to travel to at, for Americans. I mean, it, it's so simple to travel to. It, it's, it's close. It's American dollars. Um, I don't think there's a place where you can get into exotic species and big game fish and all that that's much easier than Puerto Rico. Yeah, you here to visit from the mainland. You you don't need any passport. You just come by here, and you don't need any anything else. Just bring. You don't bring. You don't need to bring any rods. Nothing. You just come show here, and we will put you to fish. Yeah, it, it's it's a great place. I mean, I, I like I said that. You know, you know, it's a, a great place if it's always if it's a place that we have returned to, and the fact that we've been there three times uh, to shoot our show um, shows how much we like it and what a, a great country it was. And everybody's always been so nice. Um, what is the uh, what is the situation as far as um, as far as after the hurricane? I mean. It was terrible. I mean, I know, like I said, we, we've talked about our friend Omar Araka. I mean, he lost his boats. Uh, he kind of has dropped off the face of the earth since then. Things kind of went sideways for him. Um, I know there's some rebuilding still going on, but is Puerto Rico back in business full speed or? Uh, to, to say that we are have recovered 100% from the, from the hurricane is 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 i'll be lying we are like 90 95 percent maybe but we have still people uh, living on their blue tarps that were given up by fema so people are still recovering from the from the, the hurricane we have 175 plus mild winds 
hitting every part of Puerto Rico. So it's, it's tough to come to come back from that. You just see what happened to Bahamas, unfortunately, and we are still recovering. But we are doing very good on the business side. We are welcoming welcoming new opportunities, business opportunities from for everyone. And the tourism is back in business. So you don't have to be scared to come to Puerto Rico. We have the electricity and water back in the island. So there, you, you don't have to worry to come to Puerto Rico. Just just come here. By coming to Puerto Rico, you are helping us. So my 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 I I I told everyone that come to Puerto Rico and visit us. Yeah, I mean exactly. And that's what people need to understand is People were because, I mean, right after the hurricane, of course, you know, nobody wanted to come visit. But now the best thing you can do to help that economy and help everybody get back going is to come and visit. And uh, as long as the infrastructure is there and it certainly seems like it's been long enough and everything's back rolling. I mean, you know, nature, nature takes care of itself. The water clears up, the fish come back. You know, it's that's the the main thing. And um you know, the, the, to get everybody back on their feet, you just got to go there and fish and, and help support the economy. Yeah, that's correct. We'll, fishing is, is back in business. We have the charter fishing that are doing great. Uh, fishing is, is amazing. Uh, so come visit us. You, you will regret, regret it. <laughs> yeah, I'm Chris, sure about Chris it. Lemons, you know about it. You've been there. Yeah, Chris comments that, that would be really horrible to fish tarpon infested waters. Yeah, it's a, it's a, a terrible thing to do. Uh, Jody McGregor, how are you doing? Thanks for joining us. Um, Jose Rodriguez, uh, check out Puerto Rico Kayak Anglers in Facebook or Pesca Kayakero. Uh, Pescaquero. <laughs> uh, Mike Jeffries from Hi, Delaware. How are you doing, Mike? Thanks for joining us. Um, uh, Serge from Ottawa. We always get a lot of visitors from Ottawa. Um, I'm actually hopefully going to be up in that area sometime. Um, again, I always like fishing up in Canada. Uh, our friend Egowitz is in Spain. Again, I'm always excited about this show that we do hey, get uh, okay. people from all over the world. Um, Hello. You got it. <laughs> um, and Nikita, how are you doing, man? So, uh, Israel, so tell me about this, um, organization. I know I, I had it up here. Uh, here is, uh, your Instagram, uh, Pesca Playa Ambiente. Um, what, what is that yeah, all about? Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, it's fishing, beaches, and environment in English, and, and we are just a recreational fishermen. We we started by like in 2013, trying to make a, a small cleanup between some friends because we, we were in the in the lagoons where you were fishing, and we saw they were I don't know if you if you saw that, but they were pretty dirty waters, and we saw trash everywhere. So we started by making a small group of 30 to 40 people to try to pick up some trash and clean a bit. And we ended up having 400 people uh, for our first cleanup. And it was amazing. People wanted to do it again. So we, in six months, we organized another one bigger than one. We, we call it mega cleanups. And then it started all with Pesca Playa Ambiente, and we want to, to, to help the beaches, the fishes, and environment. So everything we do is thinking on a conserv conservation and better fishing for, for, for all of recreational anglers. So we are doing cleanups, we are doing fishing tournaments, we, are, we have our own fishing simula simulator with each kids how to fish responsible uh, and we are we're trying to expand and and create awareness of why it is important to protect our bodies of waters 
And that's so important to get those uh, kids involved, get them uh, like enjoying fishing, because if you enjoy fishing, you know, it, it's funny is, is the other side would look at fishermen as the ones who are hurting the resource, but we are the ones who are using the resource. We're the ones who love the resource. Uh, we're the ones who contribute money to keeping it clean. So, you know, they may, these certain groups that, you know, that have such a problem with fishermen don't realize that we are actually the ones who are doing the most to actually try to keep that clean. We want, we want to be able to fish. Yeah. Yep. That's correct. Jim. And, and also we have to fish in a responsible way. We, we have to follow the rules. Every sport has their own rules and fishing is, 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 it has its own rules also. So we have to follow the rules to, keep on the sport and get more more fish and bigger fish for with with healthy bodies of waters so you said you said that tarpon are a protected species um, do they have the same yeah. rules i mean have those rules changed or is there cuz i know back when i was there the first time it wasn't an issue to lift the tarpon out of the water uh, i know in, in certain areas of florida you're not allowed to lift the fish out of the water um, are, do you have those rules in Puerto Rico now? We didn't have the we, we don't have the rules right now. We we just implemented that in our tournament. Our fishing tournament was the first one in the island to to prohibit the anglers from lifting out tarpons from from the to the boat. Tarpons bigger than thirty two inches were not allowed to bring it back to the boat because you get all the slime of the fish out and the fish start hurting and we don't want that we don't we don't have one uh, to make a tournament and two days after the tournament you see the tarpon dead on the water we just uh, told the fishermen to measure them in the water and at first there were some controversy people that they they didn't understand they didn't want to do it but after that now every tournament in puerto rico it has followed those rules and it's part of the education. You have to educate the anglers to, to, to have better fisheries. Part of right. what we're doing. Right. Well, um, I was looking through some photos and you sent me some photos and unfortunately it wasn't working where I could uh, bring them up. Um, but you had something about uh, shark safe uh, marinas or something. Yes. Yes, uh, we have grown as an organization and back in 2017, we get the Shark Friendly Marinas Initiative. Uh, we have, the, they, they gave it, gave us to us the other, they, it was running by Pegasus Foundation and they come to Puerto Rico. They were amazed at how we do our tournaments and how we, how the organization is running. So they offer us to run the program and we say, yes, we will do it. And it's a worldwide program initiative that has more than 250 marinas around the world. And I don't, I think it's one more than a hundred hotels, restaurants, business that has their a common goal and is to keep sharks in the water, don't kill it, don't serve it in the restaurant, and don't promote feeding or killing any any type of sharks, because we are having like a 100 million uh, sharks killed a year by the human by humans, and it's not sustainable. So we have to again educate the people and uh, recreational. This is a program aim for the recreational anglers and is to catch and release if you happen to catch one and don't bring it back to the dock and it's a compromise we are all doing to protect the sharks because it's so such an important species in the in the ocean so we have to protect them yeah i know i agree and it's kind of the same um i've always said you can't you can't remove the apex predators but you don't want to move, remove the lowest level of the food chain either. You know, you get too much bait taken out of the water. That's bad. You get rid of the apex predators, which remove the weaker species. 
that's bad. So that, you know, you just got to have some balance, right? Yeah. That's the word balance. You have to try to maintain a proper balance in the, in the ocean to, to keep it running. If you take one species out of the way of those, of that balance, you, there, there's something missing and it will be affected. My buddy Egowitz says, Pesca Playa Ambiente. Sounds great. One day I'll visit you. <laughs> Egowitz You're gets welcome. to travel a lot. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so come to Puerto Rico. Yes. And you, you can speak the language, although he speaks Basque as well. Um, okay. So uh, actually, on the shark topic, I mean, I've got friends in Florida um that have a major issue with sharks uh i mean they're they're fishing areas mm -hmm. where they say they can't land a fish because of the volume of sharks you know um it, do you do you see any of that type of thing where around the island where you, you have a, a high volume of sharks Uh, it all depends on the species of sharks you are talking because we have the reef sharks. Uh, you have to give me one, one of those days, one of those beers. <laughs> I'll bring some uh, with we, me. We have to, uh, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, when, when you were introducing the beer, I said, "Whoa, I want one." <laughs> uh, and so we have the reef sharks that are all around the island, but we also have tiger sharks that, you know, tiger sharks are are, uh, are species that travel a lot that are, and are not local to our water. So so we need to to protect take them when they come here. You, you, don't, you can start killing a lot of sharks. And one of the most important things we need here is to, to have a the, the the authorities uh, taking care of the law because I know that Noah has some locked in sharks and local authorities also have that. But if you don't have anyone checking them out, it's like having on paper and there's nothing. No one is is taking care of it. Now I I don't I don't remember if it was you that had sent it to me some time ago. Uh, there were some issues with some of the laws on fishing, um, maybe giving yes. the commercial too much power and the recreational no power. No, uh, no, no, what's going on with that? It's not giving too much power. It's giving all the power to the commercial sector. Uh, here in Puerto Rico, the fishing sector uh, has more than 2,000 recreational fishermen. We contribute to more than $100 million to our economy. Plus, we contribute to, to the U.S. economy. And the commercial sector takes uh, uh, $7 million plus a little bit to the local economy. Uh, we don't want to fight with them. We, we just want to have a balance, again, a balance for, for everyone. You, you can give all the power to any sector. Don't get me wrong. We, you, it, it will be no good to give the, all the power to the recreational sector either. We need to have a balance. And when you have people that want the whole cake for them, it's no good, and they try to pass a law that the 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 law is still alive, and they want to pass a law that uh, allow recreational fishermen to to take out thirty pounds of fish of 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 seafood, not fish of seafood per month. So that's like killing the recreational sector because if you have a boat or maybe a kayak, then you. Uh, you pay a lot of money for it and you want to go out fishing what happens if you get a, a tuna a 50 pound tuna you can bring it in on the water because you are over the limit of 30, 30 pounds per, per per boat so it's 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 stupid it's, it's a no nonsense 
and that will not work out. We have uh, this 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 attempt to end recreational fishermen has backfired because we have uh, been able to unite the recreational sector, and we are first time. I think it's the first time in in history of Puerto Rico that we are the recreational sector is united as a, as one, and we are like teaching people the importance of protecting the recreational fishery in Puerto Rico and that we contribute to to the local economy in a big way and without any investment from the government. So it's a win-win situation to protect the recreational fishermen. And don't get me wrong, also the, the commercial sector, we we don't want everything for all. We, we, we just want a balance. Right. Well, well, who was, where did this law come from? Who was pushing for it? Was it the commercial end that was pushing for this to have all We're the fish still, for themselves? Or was it just some conservationist who doesn't really understand fishing? No, no, because uh, the, law, uh, pro, uh, the law put a limit to the recreational sector and we don't kill as much as the commercial sector because they lead, they depend on it. On it. They and they allow to the commercial sector to to get whatever amount of fish they want. So it's not nothing based on conservation. It's it's greed for from someone that want the cake all for them. But we have found out that rec, that the commercial sector, the majority of them, they don't they don't want to that law to pass. They they are against the law, and we still looking under the rocks to see where this law come from. But as of today, the law is still alive, but the vast majority of fishermen, meaning recreational and commercial, are against the law. So, but it's still alive. So uh, what you're saying, it's, it's alive. It, it's, it's not actually a law yet, but it's something they're trying to make no, a law. No, it's, it's not. It's a... Uh, yeah, yeah, they are trying to pass it. It's it already passed in the Senate, and it's pending on the Congress. If the Congress approves, it it, it become a law. Uh, so we have we are still fighting it. And on the positive thing uh, side of the story, we just came out with uh, we talked with one of the Congress congressman here, and he presented a law, a project that prohibit uh, gill netting in Puerto Rico. So this is a first, the first time I'm saying that in this into public and we hope this pass on because it's a good law. We, we need to get rid of gill nets, you know, that, so that they, they destroy, they, they, they are not good. Yeah. We have seen yeah. the, what happened in Florida, in Florida and California. I think California also have a, a gill net ban. So we just want to, to protect our bodies of water and have a, a great fishery like Florida and California has it. Yeah, for here, um, you know, for many, many years, you would not catch uh, white sea bass. Um, and then they eliminated the coastal gill nets and all of a sudden you started catching <laughs> small ones. And now, I mean, routinely every year you're seeing guys catch 50, 60, even bigger pounders you know, big, big white sea bass now. And, and the same happened with halibut fishing. Um, they, they eliminated the coastal gill nets. And, and there's just such indiscriminate killers. I mean, everything gets caught in them. You know, whether it's the, uh, the sea mammals, uh, the sea turtles, uh, you know, it, it, they're just indiscriminate killers. And it, it's, to, they should be banned everywhere. I mean, I, I fished in, um, in Uganda on Lake Victoria and there were gill nets everywhere and illegal gill nets with netting like this big. So nothing could get through. Mm -hmm. you know? So where they used to have these enormous Nile perch there, you know, it's just, everything gets wiped out by them. I mean, they're just so bad. So it, it'd be wonderful if they can eliminate them off your coast as well. Yeah, that's the bigger problem. The, the biggest issue with the gillnets are they are indiscriminate killers. And we, we have issues here. They, they have killed manatees, dolphins, 
uh, turtles, everything that tried to go by, it it's, it ended up in in the gillnet and died. So they they can that's uh, that's that's trash for for me. That's trash. We, we have to get rid of them, and that's my biggest fight with our organization. And we want all of you to to, to help us. Uh, you could write to to our congressman. Uh, you will say, "Well, I'm in the U.S. Well, what what power do I have?" Yes, they will hear you. They, we we have such companies as Guy Harvey help us, uh, Afco, everyone, uh, everyone. You also help us. Everyone that we ask for, uh, they send us a, a letter of support, and we have made that reach to our congressman, and they have read it. And we also have a. a sport fishing magazine that put a some note uh, on one of the, the, their issues and that helped us a lot so you could help us from the mainland or from any part of the world that you're watching you could help us you could enter to pesca play ambient on facebook and leave us a, a comment there and we will get to contact you so i i put up the um so that's the, your Instagram page, but that Pesca Playa Amiente is also the name of your Facebook page, correct? Yeah, this this the same name. You could reach us on Instagram, on Facebook, and also through the email with this Pesca Playa Ambiente at hotmail.com. So it's it's an easy to remember. Fantastic. That's that's great. Uh, we had a couple more comments uh, here. Michael Crow saying uh, hi from Australia, but he can't stay long because he's going fishing. Um, that's one place I haven't been. I've been to Sweden. I mean, I've been to <laughs> New Zealand, but I have not been to Australia. I've been to New Zealand a, two or three times. Can you remember now? Um, Ken, I don't know where that's you're going. Place, Australia. <laughs> Um, we have a hello from Eduardo from Brazil watching on our YouTube channel. And Egowitz says he will, very interesting, he will follow you. Awesome, awesome. Um, so uh, what, do you, what, what do you have coming up? Um, you got any, uh, any events or uh, just going fishing yourself? No, I we just finished our two biggest event of the year. We we just ended with a tournament last weekend. Also with Shark Talk Puerto Rico, it's a series of uh, of talks that we gave regarding the importance of protecting sharks. And we have full house in both of the of, of those activities. I'm gonna try to go fishing now. I have my boat. I'm trying to put it ready to go fishing for dolphin and wahoo. So I'm eager to go fish fishing for. We are already starting to plan for next year tournaments. Uh, so keep an eye on our Facebook or Instagram, so we could all come here and and fish our tournament. It will be great. How how big was your tournament? How many how many kayak anglers uh, were there? Excuse me, I don't copy that. How, how many how many anglers were in your kayak fishing tournament? Okay, we have a total of sixty anglers between kayak and boats. So it, it was a medium size. We were testing uh, for the first time in the south part of the southwest part of the island. So it went pretty good. We have a ideal uh, water condition. The, 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 the seas were flat. It was beautiful. And we are we have just uh, a couple of more tournaments remaining in the in this year by different organizations. We are having a big one in October at the at the end of October, and also another one in December. Fresh water. So. Any of you guys that want to come here, just let me know. I'm putting contact with, with our organization. We'll put you in the tournaments and fishing here in Puerto Rico. Have you seen, um, I mean, has kayak fishing grown a lot uh, over the years? In oh, yeah. Puerto Rico? yeah. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. That's It's amazing how the sport has grown up. 
uh, you see it all years. It's keep growing and growing, and every time we go to iCast or or or, or some presentation, you you see kayaks, bigger kayaks, big, uh, new technology. It's amazing how the sport is growing, and now you have a lot of people doing the kayaks in with pedals and wow it's it's growing amazingly people uh, yesterday a group of puerto ricans are were flying to to the us to fish in one of those tournaments there so the sport keep growing and we have also fresh boat fresh water fishing saltwater fishing inshore so you could fish in a kayak in whatever type of water you want so so it's a it's keep growing and growing and I, I don't I don't see I it, it won't it, it don't seem to end is it's it's uh, a, a new sport and very popular in the island yeah and because you don't have the I mean I assume you don't have the import duty issues and such there do you have all the brands I mean Jackson kayak Hobie I mean are, are all the brands available in Puerto Rico all the regular i i think we have the, the the major major brands here we have ocean kayak we have a jackson we have a every other type of brand of kayak here so hobby we have everything everyone here yeah it is and like, like you said i mean it, it, the, the the availability i mean like when, where i was staying uh where which I don't know if it's there anymore, the Tarpon's Nest Lodge where we stayed the first couple times I went there. I mean, literally like on one side you had the ocean mm -hmm. and it was backed up to the estuary. I mean, if so, if the wind is, if you want to fish offshore, but the wind's blowing, you fish in the estuary where you're protected. Um, I mean, it, it was amazing. And, and the volume, the volume and the size of the tarpon there. Um, mm -hmm was like I said, I know, I know you said you're sick of catching all the tarpon, but for a lot of us that don't get to fish that all the time, that's like an apex catch for us. So, um, you know, that ability just to slide into those estuaries. I mean, literally, I mean, we're it, the, where the tarpon's nest was, I mean, you had that was right under the flight path of the airport. I mean, you felt like you were right in the city, yeah. but you were in the mangroves. Um, it, it was very different. Uh, what part of Puerto Rico are you actually in? Excuse me? Where Where in Puerto Rico are you located? Uh, I'm located in the north central part of the island. I I had like a 45 minutes to, to the ocean, but like five minutes away from a, a lake, fresh water. So, and maybe 20 minutes away from tarpon fishing. So I'm very, you have fishing everywhere here in the island and we have an ideal climate condition. We have sun almost all year long. We don't have to see any snow. It, temperatures are 80 plus degrees. So we have perfect condition for kayak fishing here. And like you said, if, if you can go out fishing in open waters, you could go to a lake, you could go to a to an estuary, you could fish anywhere in the in in, in Puerto Rico for for good fishing. Uh, I've got a couple more comments here. Um, Michael Gallo says we are so lucky here in uh, I guess that's Queensland, Australia, because government removed the nets from parts of the state. Fishing is amazing now. Come on down under Jim. I, I would love to. If I could get somebody to put a shoot together for me in Australia, I would go. We've just never had a whole lot of support for going there. That's why we've gone to New Zealand a few times. Um, PUR kayak anglers, we support gill net bands. Everybody should support gill net bands everywhere. Um, Egowitz again, happy to hear that. I hope that Spanish or better world governments soon do the same. Uh, Egoitz, do you guys have gill nets where you are in Spain? Um, Jose says it will be Ponce, which is Caribbean Sea. I'm, I'm not sure what he's commenting on there. Um, 
Um, Egowitz actually has a question for you, Israel. Is is that only for taking part in tournaments, or can you just go for fun and rent the kayaks, or pack with kayak and accommodations? Um, yeah, you I, could you could come here and rent a kayak and buy your own and travel any part of the of the island and go fishing. So you're you you don't need to be in a tournament to to go fishing in kayak in Puerto Rico. Are there uh, places that have kayak rentals available? Um, fishing gear? Oh yeah, yeah, we, we have. yeah, yeah. Are there any kayak fishing guides? I mean, like I said, I used to go down there and Omar had a few kayaks and we'd go fish with him. But um, are there guys who are guiding kayak fishing in Puerto Rico now? Yeah, actually, there are. Uh, yeah, yeah, we have some. Uh, we have uh, in the west coast of Puerto Rico. We have a guy there. And we actually have one in the north, uh, and also in the Tarponess, uh, Angel is renting kayak there. So you, you just have to come and rent a kayak and go go fishing. Uh, actually, when you step out of the airplane, you are like you said, you are like seven or between five and seven minutes away from our tarpon-infested waters there. So. <laughs> They are, you had, you just take a taxi and drive by and you are fishing for tarpons, not regular tarpons. You could fish for tarpons like 150 plus tarpons. They are big tarpons and they are everywhere there. Yeah. Uh, on our last trip, we caught some smaller ones uh, yeah. that were, you know, anywhere from 30 to 90 pounds. But the ones that were in the estuary under the airport there, those were all big fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you could actually get a uh, hundred pounder uh, tarpons, one or, or more, two, three a day. So we have bigger tarpon patrol in those areas. So you, you, could, you could go fly fishing with a, a spinning gear, whatever you, you like, they, they will our guide could pull you in, in the fish in, in no time. Uh, Jose says the tournament hotel is right by the water. Um, the turn, the tournament is in Ponce, which is located in the South side of the island. Okay. Thank yeah, you. That's, for that's the tournament I was talking about. Um, Oh, Jose says, if I come to the tournament, he has a Jackson Kraken ready for me. <laughs> well, that's good to hear. I would love to go back. You, know, you and I have talked about uh, us coming back, and we actually were talking about coming back uh, this year, but uh, yep. ran into some sponsor issues. So, um, unfortunately, weren't able to make it, but uh, hopefully next year, we get all these sponsor issues ironed out and we can, uh, we can come back. Egwitz, yes, they have gill nets in Spain. Yeah, they're everywhere. But we, we'll do it, Jim. We, we definitely want you back here and we'll want to put you in new, new fisheries, no more tarpons. We'll get <laughs> you to, to dolphin, wahoo, kingfish, marlin, whatever you want. That uh, is something I have still never caught on my kayak. I've never caught a wahoo on my kayak. Um, oh, okay. I, I've caught a wahoo before, but I never caught one off my kayak. You know, we just don't have them here, except you know, very, very rarely. Um, the one time I went, uh, uh, where did we go? Curacao, and we were targeting wahoo, and we couldn't. If we fished with wire we wouldn't get bit. If we took off the wire, we got bit mm -hmm. off. Yeah. <laughs> so it was I'm like, broke. Yeah. I mean, it was like it, it, yeah. anytime we put wire on, we, we would not get bit. So that was the one time I went to specifically target Wahoo and we just couldn't make it happen. So um, I need more shots. Well, we'll do it. We'll do it, Jim. Next year, count on that. We'll, we'll do it and we'll put you in the Wahoo. I like the Wahoo. I like the Dorado. Do you call them dolphin there or Dorado? Dora, Dorado. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But actually, we are in 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 the middle of the best season 
for fishing offshore in Puerto Rico. Where right now we have uh, dorados, we have wahoos, we have white marlin, sailfish, blue marlin, a mix back here. So this is a good time to come to, to the island and we'll work out something for next year, trying to get between October and November to That's bring a, you in. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. Um, I know we talked about the uh, the Instagram page, and I'll go ahead and uh, pop that back up one more time for people. Um, and the Facebook page, is there an actual website for this, or is are you just all through social media? Uh, we, we don't have – no, we are doing through social media right now because we have some issues with the, the people that were running the – the web page. So fortunately, the we, the page the web page is not not working right now. We are still trying to 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 get it up. Uh, the the web page of Pesca Playa and also the web page of Shark Friendly Marinas. So we're working on that. And in the meantime, you could go to and reach us through the through Facebook and Instagram, uh, also the emails. And that's the better way to communicate with us here in Puerto Rico. So I'm going to pop this up just in case anybody, this is like the second half of a video that we had done just so people have a little bit of a look of uh, some of the fishing I had there last time we were down. Although I think this was the time before I was fishing with uh, Luther Cyphers from uh, Yak Attack. A little tarpon blow up nice. there. <laughs> Look at that. Nice chuck. <laughs> I mean, like I said, you're, you're I think, uh, a couple of things that you downtown need when, when, when you're tarpon fishing is, is good quality gear. So having really dependable line like the, the braid and the fluorocarbon leaders that um, Seagar makes is is crucial. I mean, that's that's your connection. Well. Yeah, Israel, I don't get tired of that. <laughs> because you live far, really far from here. Because they, they flare the gill plates. How, how do you get tired so of that? You can land on your line and snap it. So having Seaguar thread lock braid that I like to use with my knotless connections. That's a beautiful shot there, slow mo. Oh, I mean, it, it's. Like I said, I I don't know how you get tired of that. I mean. To have a, a fish like that blowing up next to you, jumping around, pulling you all over. Now, I know that, you know, at least with the Dorado and the Wahoo, they're delicious. Um, you know, so yes. for, for food yes. fish, but uh, the excitement of catching a tarpon, I, I don't know that I would ever get tired of it. No, no, maybe not tired, but you need a break. <laughs> you need a break. You need a, you need to to take a break from it and start out with some new species and, and start uh, well going out for 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 other species and other challenge. Oh, for sure. And then that's that's the fun thing about what I do is going to different places and catching different species yep. and fishing with different people. You know, that's that's kind of what it's all about. But. Uh, yeah, I, I would love to be in some tarpon-infested waters for a while. I, I, I may get tired of it, but I think it might take me a little while <laughs> to get tired of it. But then again, we have a lot of people yeah, here. Yeah, you know, we've got some very, yeah, right. very, we've got some very big bluefin tuna that you know guys here are getting super mm -hmm. excited about. They're going out and catching these over three hundred pound bluefin, and it's like. Yeah, you you can have that. I, I don't need a 300-pound bluefin in my life. I don't think my back could handle it. I, I'm quite happy with a 50-pound bluefin, personally. Yeah, a couple yeah, more yeah, comments. Yeah, but... <clears throat> go, go ahead. I don't know. The, that's... Okay, Michael Michael says, I'm looking forward to catching my oh. first tarpon in Puerto Rico. <laughs> looking forward to the tournament in 2020. Um, Michael is a good friend. Uh, hi, Michael from Texas. Uh, we miss you to the, in this year tournament, but we have a, a tropical storm coming our way, so we told him it's better to, to cancel this time and maybe bring you 
next year. So hopefully we'll see you next year. <laughs> um, and Jose says the best supplied kayak fishing store in PR is the Sup Shack in Ponce PR. It is like OEX in San Diego. Uh, it's important to have a good shop that you can uh, you can work with, whether they're supplying the kayaks and the knowledge of rigging, um, yep. and you know whether they have the fishing equipment as well. I mean that's that that really helps, particularly for people who are new to the sport, going to a knowledgeable shop. You know, and uh, like I said, the fact that kayak fishing right. is growing all over the world, you, you can find you can find kayak anglers anywhere now. Oh yeah, and it's it's important to 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 do your your work, and before buying and investing to to one thousand or two thousand dollars in a kayak, you have to 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 get knowledge and study the different type of kayaks there are in the market right now because you have different type of fishing and what's the best you wanna you wanna do uh, for for your type of fishing and for your for your, from your perspective and, and and you need to 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 go to the stores reading the internet and test kayaks so you have to do your homework to before you invest that kind of money in a kayak yeah exactly it is they are a big investment um yeah. a lot more than they were when i first started that's for sure but the nice yeah, thing started is with a, a kayak a ocean kayak scramble back in the 80s and well it's like right now it's like a prehistoric thing uh, right a scrumber back in, in the 80s yeah yep. yeah and the scuppers uh the scupper pro um i mean those were yes. all boats that i was that i was in mm -hmm. many many years ago so well, uh, Israel, as I told you, these shows do fly by. Our hour is pretty much wrapping up here. Uh, I'm going to throw that up there one more time so people do know where to look for you. It is Pesca Playa Ambiente um, on Instagram as yep. well as on Facebook. Um, I really do appreciate you being on here and joining me for the show. I certainly hope we can get back out there and see you guys once again because I want those tarpon infested waters at least one more day. <laughs> so if I come out there, we you, can't you'll get it. Again. I guarantee you that <laughs> you, you, you want to go, go fishing for, for tarpon, for peacock bass and for all offshore species. So hopefully we'll, we'll get it on by 220, 2020. And you all guys following Jimmy will have a, a good show from Puerto Rico. And well, you can look us through the internet, Facebook, Instagram. This is our logo. Uh, Guy Harry made it for us. So look for it and contact us. We'll put you in the fish and the tarpon infested waters in Puerto Rico. <laughs> and thank you, Jim, for having us. Hopefully we'll have we'll do it again and we'll have you back. In Puerto for Rico. sure, for sure. And and, and anytime you have a, an event or anything that you want us to help spread the word about just send it my way and we'll we'll promote it for you because we're always uh, interested in helping people out and you know spreading the word about kayak fishing all over and because we do love puerto rico and love going out there um uh, you know i it it's it's definitely one of those things that uh it's easy for me to promote going to puerto rico because i enjoyed it so much you know it, it's 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 not lying it's not making anything up it's not you know it's it, it, it's from my heart that it, it was one of our favorite destinations. And that's why we went there three times so far. Uh, and I say so far. <laughs> so so thank far you will be about four or five. <laughs> well, as long as, they as long as they let me keep making a show, I will yeah. keep coming back. So Israel, thank you so much. I'm going to drop you out of here and um, I'll be talking to you soon. Thank you, Jim. Take care. Well, thanks everybody for uh, joining our show and being a part and asking all the questions and all that. Uh, I do have another show scheduled for next week, which is going to be a really, really good one. You're going to want to see for sure. Um, I need to get rid of that. Um, so make sure you join us next week and uh, for another great kayak fishing show live. If you're going out on the water this weekend, please, please, please always wear your PFD. And keep your paddle right side up. Y'all take care.